Hello, this is Father Michael Eads from the Toronto Oratory, and you're listening to Lexio et Oratio, a short spiritual reading podcast followed by a reflection. The Life of St. Philip Neri by Antonio Galonio, section 11, chapter 130. He delivers a dying boy from death. In the year 1585 of this century, Giovanni Francesco Anerio, who was 14 years old, began to suffer from a dangerous fever. It was so virulent that the doctors gave up on him. And although he lingered on, they could see signs which left no doubt that death was imminent. He lay unconscious for 17 days and his limbs felt as cold and rigid as those of a corpse. He was unaware of anything and could take no food. He could not move at all and could hardly be distinguished from a dead body. In fact, the general opinion was that he had died, and many were astonished to see that the dying boy was able to continue breathing for days without receiving any nourishment. When Philip heard about it, he went straight to the patient, placed his hands on his forehead, and told those who were present to say the Our Father and the Hail Mary once for him. Then he knelt down and placed his hand on the boy's forehead and began to chide his mother. It's you who are killing him by starvation, he said. Then he called to the bystanders, bring some Malmazy wine. They brought him some, and he moistened the boy's lips with it, which benefited him greatly. He began to revive at once and drank what was offered him. Then he started to feel better, and after a few days got out of bed, safe and sound, giving thanks as best he could for the help the Holy Father had given him. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Angels of God, our guardians dear, to whom God's love commits us here, ever this day be at our side, to light and guard, to rule and guide. Amen. Most sacred heart of Jesus, teacher of teachers, have mercy on us. Saint Philip Neri, gentle God of youth, apostle of Rome, vessel of the Holy Ghost, pray for us. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. After a few days, got out of bed. Why a few days? Well, some miracles happen all at once. Some miracles take a little bit of time to reach their completion. And this miracle, the saving of this boy, Giovanni Francesco Nerio, happened at once in terms of him, the fever disappearing, but it took a few days for the boy to get his strength back. This is partly explained by the fact that he hadn't eaten anything in 17 days. The boy was in a very weakened condition physically. And so it took a few days of nourishment, took a few days of getting fluids in him for the malnourishment, the lack of food to be overcome. That's part of the explanation. But also part of the explanation 
is that God does not always do everything at once. God's timetable is not our timetable. When our Lord raised from the dead the only son of the widow of Nain, he restored the son to his mother as though he were new. But at other times, for example, there was a man who was blind and our Lord laid hands on him and then said, can you see anything? And the man said, yes, I can see now, but everything is like trees moving. And then our Lord laid his hands on him again and restored his sight completely. In other words, the healing of that man happened in stages, not all at once. And so the miracle today happened in stages to encourage us to keep going. Things do not have to be perfect all at once. Things don't have to be just right all at once. St. Philip used to say, saints aren't made in four days. And Chesterton liked to say, if something's worth doing, it's worth doing badly. In other words, as I've said before, don't wait to do good until all the per things are perfectly arranged. It's interesting, too, in this miracle that St. Philip joked. I wonder what his mother thought. Her son's been lying there for 17 days. Everyone thinks he's dead. And St. Philip says to her in a joking way, you've killed him by starvation. Now, at that moment, two things are possible. Either St. Philip was chiding her, correcting her, but the fact that he was chiding her suggests that he wasn't really correcting her. He knew that the healing was happening. St. Philip knew at certain times that God had heard his prayer. Just like our Lord, before he raised Lazarus from the dead, he said, I thank you, Father. In other words, Christ knew that the power to raise Lazarus was upon him. And so Philip, it seems to me, knew at that moment that the miracle was going to happen. And so he kidded the mother. He broke the sort of tension of the moment. People must have kind of laughed. And so it's very important in this imperfect fallen world that we can laugh at ourselves. Let us ask for the grace tonight to laugh at ourselves, to laugh at our foibles, to laugh at our imperfections, to even laugh at our propensity to sin, to laugh about how imperfect things can be in our relationships, even in our marital relationships and intimacy, all kinds of things. They're kind of actually funny. Things are not perfect. They happen in strange ways. And it's very important to have the grace of being able to laugh, to see the incongruity of things. But as Christians, we laugh because we know in the end that it doesn't all depend on us, that God is at work, that all things work for the good of those who love God. And we may be imperfect. We may stumble towards holiness. 
but the Lord of glory is guiding the whole process. He will protect us. He will sanctify us. He will work out things in his time. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen.